everyone. Welcome to Ask Allie, your place for life advice with a metaphysical twist. Today is Monday, February 20th, 2017. I want to thank you for tuning in and giving me a listen to. Don't forget the first Saturday in March, the Soulterific webinar will be Soulgasms, Living a Soulful Life with Passion. You can find more information about that at soulterific.com. Ask Allie has a Facebook page. Soulterific has an Instagram and if you'd like to, to support me on Patreon, please visit AskAllyPodcast.com. Now, not a whole lot's been going on this past week. We're off school today, and it's thrown me off my schedule, and I worked over the weekend, so that's thrown me off my schedule. Um, I'm a person of routine. I'm a Taurus through and through. And when scooched off the schedule, I get totally foobarbed, and it takes me a while to <laughs> get back in the swing of things again. My voice is coming and going. Hopefully it just stays and doesn't go anywhere, but I can't promise anything. So I apologize ahead of time if I start coughing yet again, like last week. Uh, trying to capture Gandalf from my other house. I, I thought I might have had him in the trap. I went up today to go, go look, and he, of course, didn't touch the food, didn't touch the trap. He's one of the few cats who does not like tuna, so I can't put tuna in there. I have to put the wet food in he likes. So I took the cage back downstairs, took the wet food out, gave it to the outdoor cats, put new wet food in, and was going back upstairs, and he happened to be in my bedroom, which is where the food and his litter box is. And I stopped, and we had a little conversation. Basically, it was him yelling at me because I, I didn't give him his food. And then when I got upstairs, he ran into Kyle's room, and let me tell you, that room looks like a bomb went off, which is why I can't find him. Um, so I put the cage back up there with new wet food, and we'll see what happens. I know he's hungry, which is why he stopped and yelled at me. That's the first time I've seen him in three months, so I know he's hungry. Fingers crossed that I actually uh, snagged the, the butthead, and he's back here with everybody else where he belongs. I did something uh, good for me, um, which is, is an anomaly. It shouldn't be. <laughs> it shouldn't be, but it is. Um, for those of you who have listened to me for a while, you know how much I love screenwriting and movies and TV and whatnot. So I signed up to get a master's certificate in screenwriting. And it starts May 17th, right after I turn 50. And it's going to be a grueling 18 months because we write and market uh, two scripts. But I think it's a necessity for me. I figured by the time I get done with the class and I got stuff out there, uh, Kyle will be graduating from high school. I mean, he's a sophomore this year. He graduates in two years. And um, I will probably be finished bus driving when he graduates. And it'll be time to go to the next chapter in my life, which is California. Yes. I can't wait um, until I can move. Um, so, yeah. So, it's going to be grueling, but I'm really looking forward to it. Before I start the script writing class, however, uh, Soulful Connections will be done and out. Um, that is a definite goal I've set for myself because I can't finish the book and write the scripts and work. I just I can't. So the book, again, is coming out right after my 50th birthday. 50th birthday is May 2nd. I'll be reminding everybody from now until then. And the book should be coming out on the 6th. Uh, and I'll start reminding you in March what I want for my birthday. But it, it's, it's, it's something little from everybody. And uh, just stick with me until next month, and I'll let you know what that is. 
I think I've hit everything. I do believe. Okay, so let's move forward. What do I have? Tarot overview of the week. Now, what I do here is I pull three cards, and I let you, I play a song for thirty seconds. You guys figure, think card one, card two, card three, whichever one resonates the best for you. When I read what that card means, that is your energy overview for the week. It doesn't mean to be predictive per se, but it, it means to give you what the energy is surrounding you so that you can make decisions on the week. All right. Um, the deck I am using, what is that? Oh, well, the deck I am using this week is uh, the Enchanted Map by Colette Baron reed And again, I still have to, I still have it unpacked. So yeah, that's on the agenda for when school's out or actually spring break. I can unpack during spring break. We might find more cards then uh, by Colette Baron reed And the song I'm going to play today is Kenny Loggins' theme from Caddyshack. I'm all right. So we got 30 seconds of that. You guys think card one, card two, card three, and then we'll go from that. Card number one, card number two, or card number three. The pictures of each card will be up at AskAllyPodcast.com later for you to um, take a look at the actual card. All right. So um, I picked card one to let you guys know that. I always tell you ahead of time what I picked um, because I, I play along with this as well. And uh, I'm hoping for a good card. Also, what is, I got things coming on my phone over here. I don't know what the heck's going on. It's blowing up about something. Uh, who knows what has gone on in the world these days. <coughs> so, if you pick card number one, like me, you picked Coming to Life. Sounds pretty good, at least to me. It says, when you look at your life, can you see how you've grown and evolved over time? Perhaps you've shed skins and identities and created new ones. Or at the very least, matured in your ideas about yourself and the world you inhabit. You know things take time, and Spirit's timetable is rarely in sync with your own. Isn't that the truth? This card indicates that a long-held dream is beginning to show signs of life. Ah! California! Script writing! Yes! You must not try to coax it along or shape it according to your desires. Spirit knows the best form for this manifestation of this dream and your life can become even better than you could possibly imagine. Now is the time for reverence and awe. Allow the contours of your path to be carved by the hands of the divine. All you have to do is show up. Yes! That makes me happy. Alright, and if you pick card number two, you picked the Golden Palace. Now, the Golden Palace is all about good fortune, ambitions fulfilled, wealth, and prosperity. 
It may also indicate emotional fulfillment, as perhaps you're entering a time of happiness that's long overdue. The message here is that self-worth isn't measured by what you have, no matter how abundant your life is. Instead, it comes from what you are, how authentically you're living your life, and how much love you're willing to share. Granted, receiving this card does not indicate material gain and a furthering of tangible rewards. But things come and go, and knowing your true value leads to even greater riches now. Share the wealth. That's a pretty good card. And if you pick card number three, you picked movement. Yes. This is a time for positive momentum as you come out of a period of restriction. You're in a stage of a new adventure and discovery. You may feel compelled to take a trip, change your hair, or move your home or business. Regardless, you can't remain where you are anymore. You feel compelled to go forward. No matter what your inquiry, you will see your dreams take form and doors previously shut begin to open as if by magic. Movement is also a state of mind. The fog lifts and you now know what the actions you need to take. This isn't a time for fear. Let go and move forward. What three fantastic cards. Again, if you picked one, you picked coming to life. If you pick two, you've got the golden palace. And if you pick three, you've got movement. Yes, all three awesome cards. And I forgot what is going on behind me. Charlie, Charlie, down, down, get down, get down. Thank you. Now, I forgot to mention, what the heck is going on here? I forgot to mention at the beginning when I was announcements that I finally, and this may be a shock to many of you, wrote a blog post <laughs> on out-of-body ecstasy about the dream within a dream, dream visit I had with Bill. It was very, very interesting. Of course, most things are when he, where he's concerned. But I wrote about an out-of-body ecstasy, so check it out. Outofbodyecstasy.com All right. <clears throat> so, question and answer of the week. If you'd like to send in a question for free, by all means, please do. V please visit AskAllyPodcast.com. Scroll down. You'll see the link where you have to click and then go in and send me a question. Questions for free, I randomly go through and choose one and answer it here on the podcast. It can be a reading or it can be a question about something. It doesn't necessarily have to be like a question about, can you tell me more about telepathic sex? That's a question. As opposed to, does my boyfriend know I'm having telepathic sex with him when I do? See the difference? Okay, it can be either or. If you are a supporter of the Ask Alley podcast, you automatically get your uh, answers here on the podcast, and you don't have to wait. It's just that simple. What is going on? I got to turn my phone off. Because whatever's going on, it is it is tweeting. I, maybe I should maybe I should look. Let's look, because you guys will it has absolutely nothing to do with anything of importance. Somebody is in a tweet. Frenzy. So Trump hasn't done anything. <laughs> that's that's what I was afraid of. <clears throat> that he did something. Okay, so <clears throat> question and answer of the week. This was a free question sent in by BC. And they ask, I'm dating my soulmate, but he treats me like dirt. Why is he doing this? Why you 
Why do you stay with someone who treats you like dirt? Um, you said dating my soulmate. Now, this is my opinion. This is through all my research and everything that I've gone through over the last 15 years. But I do believe that we all, all have thousands of soulmates that we have a soul connection with. However, we only have one twin flame who shows up um, with us for a love relationship maybe once every uh, 500 lifetimes. So it's, it's very few and far between. Now, he's treating you like dirt. Why is he doing that? Well, soulmates, when you come together, no matter what level of soulmate this individual happens to be, is for you to grow as a soul and as a human. And it's also for you to learn a lesson. Him treating you like dirt is in touch with the lesson you're supposed to learn, which is to stand up for yourself and if he doesn't cut it out, then to walk away. Because you are worth more than the worth he has put on you. Okay? That is your lesson. Um, many, many a female, and myself included, has stayed with a man when they have treated you like complete crap because they were part of, they were a soulmate, one of your soulmates. Um, both my ex-husbands, one and two, Treated me like dog crap. Isn't that sad? Huh. Treated me like dog crap, Lucky. And I know. And I had to learn lessons for myself. And I hopefully have learned lessons from both husband one and husband two. And I have to say thank you, even though I wouldn't have said thank you at the time, for helping me grow as an individual. That's what he is trying to do. He's helping you grow as an individual. Will you two stay together forever? No. Because there will be a point in time you will have your breaking point. Uh, you can hang out until that breaking point occurs. Or you can do yourself a favor now. Save yourself some years of heartache. Speak up. See what he does. If he doesn't improve and the improvements don't stick, then leave. Alright? Alright, soulmates are around to help us grow. They're not necessarily the easiest of relationships. Because really... Who wants to grow? Who wants to get pushed to grow? Not very many people do. Again, myself included. All right, so thank you so much for sending in your question. I hope uh, my two cents has, has been of help. All right, so the topic of the week. I had a very difficult time thinking of what I want to talk about today. And, you know, after doing this podcast for 13 years, it's difficult not to repeat a previous episode. I mean, there's millions of topics I can talk about, but what do you guys want to hear? That's the big thing. And um, I've discovered you guys do not want to hear about UFOs, uh, which also, again, reminds me, on AskAllyPodcast.com, I do have a survey there. It's anonymous. I, I don't know who fills it out, uh, about what you want to list hear from me as topics on the Ask Alley Podcast. So if you have a chance, it'll just go to AskAllyPodcast.com, scroll down, and the survey will be there. Please take the survey and let me know what you want to hear from me because I do this podcast for you guys every week <laughs> for 13 years minus two years. So 11 years I've been doing this, not doing this. 13 years has been up, 11 years I've been doing it. Yes. All right. So the topic today, are you an island or are you a continent? 
You're like, no, Allie, I'm a human. Yeah, duh, I know that. <clears throat> but do you do things by yourself? Are you so fiercely independent or closed off from other people that you don't ask for help? That when you're in a situation, you go it alone? Like my son back there who's playing the Xbox. Um, do you go it alone? Or do you have a small group of people that you can lean on in times? It doesn't necessarily have to be family. You know, we're given family. And uh, <clears throat> we're in family, I, I believe. We pick our families before we're born. And they too are here to help us grow, for better or for worse. Um, so not everyone gets along with their family. They just don't. Uh, but it can be family, it can be co-workers, it can be friends. I mean, who do you have around you that's supportive? Now, <clears throat> if you're fiercely independent and tend to go things on your own, you're an island. If you have people that you can go to in times of need, and that means just you know reaching out and asking, then you're a continent. Now, yes, islands. You can go from island to island via boat. And you can get support from other people, other islands, or a whole damn continent when you need it. But it takes longer to reach out. It takes longer to get there. It takes longer for help to arrive. So what are you? Are you an island? Or a continent. Now, most of my life, I was a continent. When I got married a second time, I turned into an island. And I've been an island pretty much ever since. However, one of the reasons I think I was driven to drive bus is because now I'm with a group of, um, there were not all like minded individuals, not close, but there is a small group of people who I have their phone number, and if I needed them, I could hit the phone and say, hey, I need this, can you help with this? And they'd be there. So I think that's one of the reasons I was driven to drive bus, is so I could go back from being an island to being a continent again. It's one of my theories anyways. That and to help me drive an RV. Now, be an island. I think we're all an island at some point in time in our lives. Something happens, something breaks our heart, um, the world gets scary, and we just shut down. But how long can you survive as just an island? Sure, you could put up solar panels and, and rig electricity on your island. You can grow your own food, you can spear your own fish. Sure, you can become self-sustaining as an island, but in all the movies and all the TV shows, anyone that's been marooned on an island with the exception of Gilligan's Island, when rescued, <coughs> they pretty much look like crap. They survived, but that's what they were doing. They were surviving, okay? Over here at the continent, where you've got more resources and have more people to reach out to 
and to talk to, they thrive. They don't only survive, they thrive. Okay? So I want you just to think about it. That's, that's what the topic is today. Are you an island or a continent? If you're an island, you're tough, you're independent, you're gung-ho, but after a while, it's very, very lonely, and you turn out looking like Tom Hanks in the movie where he got... I forget what the movie was called. We end up talking to the soccer ball. You'll be Tom Hanks. Okay? If you're a continent, you'll be able to thrive and grow. So even in this volatile political climate that we have going on here in the States. It seems to reverberate throughout the world, and I'm sorry about that rest of the world. It's important that you reach out with like-minded people and go from an island to a continent. I want you to thrive, not just survive. Okay? Okay, something to think about. I want to Thank you for joining me here at Ask Alley. If you like this episode, please rate it and tell your friends. The more people who listen, the more people I can hopefully help have their aha moments. Join me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you can find this podcast at askalleypodcast.com. You guys have yourself a fabulous week, and I will catch you next Monday after the Oscars. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.